Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters. Uh, my name is Abdul Hakim, uh, the manager for Islam for Deaf and those with special educational needs. Um, we'll continue with where we finished off from yesterday, from last week, inshallah. Uh, also, uh, we may have a special guest that will be coming and joining us, inshallah, later on. Um, he's just waking up and sorting himself out. You know how it is in Ramadan. Everyone tries to sleep for the day and uh, uh, get over the fasting, but really uh, the barakah is in the morning also. But alhamdulillah, everyone does it differently. But inshallah, he'll be uh, uh, looking to join us once he gets himself sorted out. But just to carry on from um, uh, where we was last week, Saturday, we was talking about uh, those with special needs and the deaf community having access to Islamic content in the masjids and in the community centers inshallah um for those who are joining us again uh you can remember for those who are new who have who wasn't here last week i'll give you a brief summary of uh, what we was talking about and then inshallah we'll uh, carry on and then we'll have questions also in about half an hour inshallah so um what we were talking about last week is the the, uh, the difficulty those with special needs and especially the deaf community have uh, uh, when going to the masjid and uh, Islamic uh, uh, conferences, Islamic circles, uh, Islamic lectures in the masjid, uh, we know for the most part we don't really tend to think about it because we're just focused on you know uh, taking in the knowledge and enjoying ourselves. But there's a group of people uh, from the Muslim Ummah um, who miss out and who are shunned and who always have to compromise, and they're the deaf community. Uh, for the most part, and obviously uh, those with other special educational needs. Um, but we're focusing on the deaf uh, uh, at the moment. Um, we Islam for Deaf is a, a registered uh, organization, as I said, that provides Islamic education. We, um, we for the most part, we've approached um, uh, masjids and we've approached uh, those that organize Islamic events and said that there's a group here of people that want to come, that want to socialize, but they're shunned because Allah's taken away their hearing. Um, not by, uh, obviously, their choice, it's by the will of Allah. Allah's taken away their hearing. Either they were born deaf or they've had an illness or they've had an accident and uh, uh, the birth of neodrum or the illness has affected uh, their hearing. So because of that, they are, um, they are restricted. So the least we can do is actually provide um, resources for them in our social gatherings, in our lectures, in our masjids. We need to provide for these people, for our brothers and sisters. Um, and as I said, we've had a bit of uh, issues when we've approached these masjids and uh, they wasn't really too keen on providing interpreters. Why? Because I have to pay for it, especially registered interpreters. Uh, they had to pay for interpreters and they wasn't too really keen on that because uh, obviously um, you know, for the most part, they need resources or they need funds themselves to carry out their programs. But um, what we need to know and highlight is that when we look after those with special needs and the deaf community, Allah looks after us. Uh, Allah provides more for us because um, He provides for them through us. So, uh, you know, we don't need to, or we shouldn't really fear uh, poverty in regards to supporting. Uh, the deaf community and those with SEN, uh, especially if you're a faith-based community uh, or faith-based um, establishment then as a masjid, 
you know, your, it's your actual job or part of your job at least to cater for those with SEM because the masjid is the heart of the community, as we all know. So, um, yeah, we had a bit of issues with uh, uh, approaching the masjids and getting them to provide interpreters every Juma, for example. Um, alaikum, Amina. Uh, yeah, so as I said, this is a carry on. Uh, uh, this is an issue which um, we uh, had a, a problem with. Uh, but Alhamdulillah, we're going to be, inshallah, in London Central Mosque anyway. Uh, we're going to have more um, our programs there, inshallah. We're looking to have an office there, inshallah, uh, where it will be a point of reference for the deaf community. Uh, inshallah, we're also uh, working in Manchester, uh, Brighton, um, and various masjids all the way through to uh, Edinburgh, inshallah, because at least we're saying that there should be at least one masjid in every city, at least one. There's hundreds of masjids, probably even thousands throughout the UK, but you rarely find one masjid uh, or a handful of masjids within the UK that provides uh, uh, interpreters for for Juma, for example. And this is a problem. This is a problem in our community and a problem in our masjids. Um, and if you can imagine how it's like for deaf people as well, to go to the masjid and not be provided for, Everybody else, your whole family, your brothers and sisters are provided for, but you're shunned and you're left out. Why? For no fault of your own. It's because Allah took in your hearing. It's not your fault. But yet, you go to the masjid and the masjid is not providing for you. It's providing for everybody else. This is very. This can be very um, uh, disheartening. This can be uh, uh, an issue. Um, and it is an issue for deaf people. A lot of deaf people don't even go to the masjid. Deaf Muslims don't go to the masjid anymore. Uh, because they're not being provided for. And this is an issue which is uh, we need to, as Muslims, look into. So those who are, who are not aware, our website is www.islamfordeaf.co.uk. That's www.islamfordeaf.co.uk. Uh, visit the website and have a uh, look and see the programs that we're doing inshallah is very very unique and we're one of the few if not the only organizations that are providing this service inshallah may allah you know bring more awareness and inshallah maybe even more programs or even maybe or, or, or more organizations that would look into this inshallah because it's something which uh, in the muslim community is is, is needed there's a big huge uh, uh gap within this one thing I'd uh, like to quickly highlight as well is something which maybe a lot of you are familiar with, which is autism, ADHD. Uh, a lot of uh, children have, um, you know, within the in general, never mind the Muslim community, have ADHD and autism. This is something also which needs to be uh, uh, made more awareness of. Um, do more programs need to happen? More Islamic programs. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. Um, yes, it is a very neglected area. It is a very neglected area. Um, we started a madrasa and um, we had families bringing their children, but their children had autism and ADHD. And um, obviously, it's very, it can be very disruptive. Um, so what we done was, because there was another madrasa uh, up the road, we sent the um, abled kids then um, to there 
and we focused on special need kids because um, usually uh, it's five to one, one uh, five kids to one adult, but depends on the level or the spectrum of the, um, of the child with his uh, uh, ADHD. Uh, so it may even be, you know, one to one because um, it can be very challenging dealing with children with autism. Very, very challenging, um, and uh, a lot of the parents need uh, uh, mental uh, assistance, mental health assistance because of the responsibility they have with raising the child, and because they're usually shunned as well. Especially going to the masjid, they can't bring the child to the masjid because the child uh, can be a bit unruly. Uh, because of the uh, his illness or because of the uh, what he's affected with, um, so therefore they can't really bring the child out to socialize because of the uh, you know is, is a handful. There's no help in the masjid, uh, so therefore the parent is uh, stressed out and needs uh, assistance. But there's not much Islamic assistance, which is a big uh, 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 problem. You know, uh, there's not many imams that are. Um, uh, qualified or educated with dealing with uh, uh, special needs. They need uh, uh, Islamic counselling as well. This is a very, very huge, 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 huge uh, 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 gap in the Muslim uh, community, especially in the cultural, cultural uh, Muslim community where um, people sh don't want the community to know that their child has uh, uh, a special need, so their child is shunned and locked in the house. And we've come across this. Unfortunately, uh, we've come across this where uh, where we visited families, and um, <coughs> we've spoke with. Um, well, I have uh, interpreting um, spoke with their deaf uh, child, and uh, the deaf child uh, said, told us that um, the reason why he acts up. Um, and what the problem was is that the mother contacted us saying that the child is beating her, is hitting her. So obviously we went there and, uh, you know, with, we, 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 with the interpreter, we spoke to the child, uh, the youth then, I should say. And um, he says the reason why he's hitting his mother is because she gives the, her other, uh, uh, his siblings, or his brothers and sisters, uh, all the attention and he doesn't get no attention. So the only way he can get her attention is by hitting her. So the more attention he's getting, the more he's hitting her to get her attention. He's not hitting her to hurt her, he's hitting her to get her attention so she can respond to him because he's usually shunned uh, and neglected. Um, so, you know, we, we, we spoke to the mother and, you know, we said that, the, the, that the, at the very least, learn sign language so you can communicate uh, uh, with your child. You know, he's your child, you know, he's not a stranger. He's your child, you know, you can barely get through but learn so you can have a conversation with them and you can even socialize with other people who have a, a, a deaf child. Uh, but her second language is English. So, and uh, English ain't very good. So that's why I said cultural. Uh, English ain't very good. So, you know, it's hard for her to learn British Sign Language if you can't even, if you're not fluent in English anyway. So, this is a barrier now. And this is what was causing domestic violence. Um, not only that, but it wasn't it wasn't being helped by she locking up her son in the house uh, and not letting him out. So he's reacting by hitting her. So this was only going to get worse, and it's only getting worse. And it happens a lot in uh, in the cultural uh, uh, community. Again, this is something which uh, we need to look at. And the, the the solution is Islam. 
but it's just how you understand it and what you do about it. Hence, the masjids need to be and should be the point of reference where they can go to. So we've been uh, approaching masjids, to cut a long story short. We've been approaching masjids and highlighting uh, this situation and it's something that, inshallah, we're, we're doing. There's a big need for it. Yeah, may Allah know that Allah shak, may Allah make it easy for them. Um, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an issue. It's a problem in the Islamic uh, uh, community. It's something that we definitely need to do and we can't shun it anymore because what's happening is is that local authorities are now getting involved and they're not messing about. They will take the child. They're not joking. They will take the child because they will see you as incompetent in looking after your children um, because your lack of um, awareness, your lack of um, even uh, making an effort to learn, um, you know, and, and, and they, see the ch they see the child in a, um, in a serious uh, threatening position, which may be the case, which may be the case. Uh, so they, you know, we, unfortunately, we've noticed we've noticed a few cases where the child has been taken away from the family as well, and we don't we don't want that. We don't encourage that. We don't. Um, uh, uh, we try to. Uh, in, in fact, we try to talk to the parents and we try to arrange circles so this can be prevented. Also, these circles need to happen in a masjid because, uh, uh, you know, um, how can I say? I don't want to say old school, but. Parents who are not from here then, um, you know, they tend to be more uh, in tuned or more inclined to reach out to their own community in their own masjids. I think many of you will understand what I'm trying to say. Me being a weaver, I'm just like, Quran, Sunnah, you know, everything else is secondary. Well, certain people are more cultural and they'll tend to be with their own culture and want to deal with their own masjid that deals with their things culturally. <coughs> so me approaching them, not from their culture, um, uh, is, you know, it's not taken seriously until they get a knock on the door from the authorities. That's when it's taken seriously, but then it's too late. So um, this is something, as I said, needs to be, uh, uh, yes, slash up. Uh, help one another in acts of piety and righteousness. No doubt, no doubt, Sahab. You're, you're right. Um, actions speak louder than words as well. It's like telling someone to have patience. Why are you having patience? You know, it's, 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 uh, it's, 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 it's easy to say, but you, know, you need to know when to have patience. You know, um, the time when you're being afflicted, that's when you need to have uh, patience, uh, not before uh, or after. But anyway, as I said, uh, you know, inshallah, if many of you are familiar with uh, masjids, you know, ask the question, what what, what do you do or what can we do to help you support the deaf community and support those with SEN, uh, special education and needs? Can we start a campaign? Can we start a program so we can start doing circles, especially hopefully now that the masjids are opening up, hopefully inshallah, um, it's a good way to now start because the masjids are going to be looking for um assalamu alaikum sorry. the masjids are going to be looking for um for programs to do to help bring people back into the masjids uh, the masjids are being closed for nearly what two years so they're going to be looking on programs to do uh, to bring the youth and bring the community back into the masjid to help the masjid sustain itself 
So now would be a good time to approach the masters and say, okay, then can we have parents um, meetings for those with special educational needs, those with SEN? Um, you know, what about the deaf community? Can we do programs for them? And contact us. Um, you can visit our website, islamfordeaf.co.uk. You can email uh, islamfordeafweb, islam for F-O-R, islamfordeafweb at gmail.com. And the number, contact number and the um, email address is on the website as well. So if you need any help in regards to organizing um, programs for the masjid, then we can help with that as well, inshallah. Um, uh, yeah, definitely, inshallah, contact us and, you know, we can uh, get the ball rolling, get the ball rolling, you know, inshallah, raise a budget for it and get the ball rolling because it's something that we definitely need to do because it's not getting any better, it's only getting worse. Um, one thing I mentioned quickly as well is that, um, one thing I mentioned as well is a lot of, a lot of the deaf community, from what I've witnessed, that uh, there's not many, um, as I said, Islamic resources or Islamic programs for them and Islamic circles at the masjid. So what they'll do, they'll go to non-Muslims for uh, to socialize. Um, and what's happening with these non, what's happening with these non-Muslim circles is that they'll go to the pub or the at the um, centers, they'll be serving alcohol and, um, you know, they'll be getting up to, uh, you know, no good, it's non-Muslim, so, you know, they don't really, you know, there's no Islamic etiquettes there whatsoever. So there'll be, uh, and, I've, and I've witnessed this, I've gone to learn, when I'm learning about their, how can I say, when I'm learning about their their culture, um, uh, I've gone to some of their events and I've noticed that, okay, they're serving alcohol here, so okay, I made an excuse and I've left. But while I was there, uh, I did, I seen many uh, Muslims, Muslim deaf people there, and it's not the place for me to start giving dawah to say, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, for one, I shouldn't be there anyway. And two, I can't make an excuse of me giving that or being there while I, while I have a pint in the hand. Uh, no, so um, it's just something which I've noticed. I noticed a few times and uh, uh, it's sad because there's no alternative. For me to say, okay, leave here and go away. Uh, so we, we need to create alternatives for them, for our deaf brothers and sisters, inshallah. So as again, it's important to... Uh, 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 highlight to the masjid that there's a problem here. You know, we need to look into it. We can't ignore it anymore. It's been ignored too long. Uh, the result of us ignoring it is, you know, deaf people now, you know, not only leaving Islam, but saying, you know, they want Islam, they say the Muslim, but there's there's not much follow-up. Huh? Um, in the, uh, I've joined a few Muslim circles as well, deaf Muslim circles, and the dawah, they definitely need the dawah. You know, they're, um, they're, they're, it's inshallah. It's, it's a bit unfortunate, but you know we're working on it. Inshallah, it definitely has to be uh, a more awareness. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, maybe this message there definitely has to be more awareness. Matches are a good place, no doubt. Yes, they are also a part of the community. Yes, you're the newer generation are more likely to understand and are open. Um, yes, I agree with you there. Um, we had the new generation, but the old generation can be stubborn as well, you know. Um, I mentioned something uh, which I mentioned last week um, when I went to the masjid and I spoke to one of the um, organisers who was uh, who had responsibility of taking care of the masjid. Um, I asked him, you know, can we have a section for the deaf people? And 
he blatantly said that the deaf people don't need to learn anything. They can just come and follow and um, and go home. Um, they don't need to uh, listen to what's going on because Allah took their hearing, so they don't need to know. Just follow everybody in their prayers and go home. And um, he, this person who said that is responsible over a masjid, over a masjid, is one of the main caretakers of, 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 of not no small masjid either, <coughs> of a huge masjid. And this is his ideology. This is his, um, this is what he said. So, you know, the awareness is, uh, uh, is definitely uh, needed and more people in position need to be, um, need to be uh, held accountable. Held accountable, that's the word I'm looking for. More people in that position need to be held accountable for um, for what they're doing, for taking care of the SEN, special educational needs. So I'm fasting, by the way, so you have to excuse me. <coughs> so yeah, those who uh, have any questions, uh, file them up and I'll try and answer them. I'm going to cut down talking a bit because I'm fasting and um, I need to make it to uh, Iftar, inshallah. So those who are watching, if you have any questions or any experiences, inshallah, we can share them and we can uh, talk about them, inshallah, and see and see how we can uh, move on, inshallah. Um, let me see, we had a few questions already. Um, how can we contact? Okay, you can contact. So I'm getting texts as well. Okay. Yes, I mentioned the website. The website is Islam for Deaf, Islam for F O R Deaf D E A F, Islam for Deaf There you go. Islam for Deaf UK. You can go onto the website and you can check out our work. Inshallah, we have different sections in the address bar. You'll see where you can support. Well, I won't go into that, but you can. Yeah, there's a part there. Um, you can see where there's uh, lectures, um, lectures and hadiths uh, section there. There's children section, which is I'll definitely advise you to look into that. Um, we've got cartoons in sign language. Uh, this is something which uh, is is I can't really uh, uh, describe how important this is. All children need tarbiyah. Tarbiyah is nurturing. All children need nurturing um, from, you know, especially our children, um, especially what the alternative is out there. They need nurturing upon the Quran and Sunnah, and one of the best ways is making their uh, nurturing fun. So one of the best ways is, uh, you know, they're into cartoons, into games, um, they're into all that stuff. So this is something which, uh, uh, which you can use or utilize to help them um, with, inshallah, help their nurturing. Let me read this question. I never thought about deaf people having a problem with learning Islam. As here in the UAE, thank Allah, every channel about Islam has deaf language, interpreting communication with the speaker. Mashallah, mashallah, need that service also over here. Um, and I think with the UAE, the majority of people there are Muslim. Anyway, the majority of people here uh, in the UK are, um, are, are non-Muslim, so you, you you know you you would see um, uh, and more programs then 
for uh, deaf children who are you know who are not Muslim. Um, even I guess as uh, to, uh, while while we're talking about this, there are other faiths. There's Christians, there's Jehovah's Jehovah Witnesses um, that provide is their Christian um, uh, programs in sign language. Um, you know, even I've, I've come across lives of the prophets, uh, the Christian version of it, and I was quite—I won't say, you know, I was impressed. You know, alhamdulillah, I was—I uh, was impressed, but sad at the same time. Kiyama um, Griffin, Um Yeah, I was—I was impressed because I've never seen it. Um, I've never seen that before. You know, um, but I was also sad because we know that we have the haq, uh, we have the truth with us, but we're so far behind when it comes to working with those with special needs um, it's, it's, uh, and, and programs. Uh, it's, 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 it's sad to know that we, you know, knowing what we know, that we have the haq with us, but we're so far behind in providing for our uh, uh, people with, uh, or our children with SEN, we tend to just follow. And even then when we do follow our programs that we do do, we don't really want to spend money on it, so it, uh, the quality of it is, you know, is very wishy-washy. I don't know if you understand wishy-washy. It's very, um, it's very, um, how can I explain wishy-washy? Uh, um, the budget is low, very low, and you can see that in the in the quality of the program. Yeah, so um, you know, uh, so the, therefore the effect is not as good or as strong to what the alternative is uh, in comparison. So, um, you know, when I see in this Lies of the Prophets, the, um, the, uh, the Jehovah's Witness version, you know, half of it, you know, it's half of it is Barton, half of it is no good. And what half of it is, is uh, upon, you know, upon some truth, but we can't give our children that, or we, you know, we can't, we can't give our children that knowing that it's wrong and knowing that it can lead to shirk as well. Uh, you know, we can't, but that, what can we give them then if that's the case? If we can't give them this, what can we give them? Because we're not doing nothing, we're not providing for that. We've left, we're left out that. Um, we're focusing on the abled and leaving the disabled. And then those who have disabilities are going to the, to the alternative, which can lead to shirk and lead them away from Islam. And I've met, unfortunately, Muslims that left the fold of Islam, deaf Muslims that have left the fold of Islam, a deaf sister recently left. Um, may Allah guide her back, may Allah uh, preserve her and hold her and keep her on the deen, inshallah. But she left, and um, I think that she felt she was uh, feeling disheartened because of um, the lack of resources for Muslim deaf people. Um, uh, uh, and she wants to do TV programs, she wants to go on TV, she wants to do, um, she's been offered a job uh, on you know, we're working uh, on TV with non-Muslims for deaf programs for non-Muslims, and um, but it involved certain things which uh, is un-Islamic. You know, she didn't want her to wear a headscarf, for example, um, and so she was fighting within herself what to do. This is what she wants to do, but she know that Islamically that is not. She's gonna have to compromise her uh, her religion to do it. Um, so therefore. Islamically, what can she do which uh, which can relate to what she wants to do? What can she do which can relate to what she wants to do? And, uh, you know, there was nothing. 
and uh, eventually she ends up leaving Islam and doing what she wanted to do. Um, now, you know, it's, it's, every person will be held accountable for their own selves. But as a Ummah, we have to, we're going to be held accountable for not assisting or not providing um, for, for this, whether I don't know how Allah will deal with it, Allah knows best, but it's part of our responsibility because that sister could have been your mother, could have been your own sister biologically, could have been your daughter. You know, you may have a daughter or a grandchild that Allah may test with deafness and she wants to do programs and there's nothing Islamic for her to do. She's shaitan will slowly take her away, take her away to something which she wants to do, which her heart desires to do, which is un-Islamic and will compromise her deen and she ends up doing it because we haven't provided an alternative Islamically. So this is a, you know, it is a, it is it is something that is a problem, inshallah, and it's something that we definitely uh, need to uh, do. Alhamdulillah, Islam for Deaf, uh, we're looking into that. We've been running now for, for about six years. We've been doing, we started Islam for Deaf, and Alhamdulillah, we're, we're, we're in during Ramadan for the last two years anyway. Every day of Ramadan, we've been doing Quran, and we've been doing lectures every day. It's called the Hour of Power. So if you visit the website, you scroll down, you'll see the Hour of Power there. And that's every day from 9 till 10 p.m. where we do half an hour Quran, half an hour um, uh, 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 Islamic lecture. And we're trying to introduce the deaf community to the Mashaykh. Who are the Sheikhs? Uh, yes, Lashak, uh, uh, it's a test. We definitely need to uh, uh, do something, surely, for real. Um, and part of uh, what you can do is just visit the website for one. If you can't do something yourself, then help those who are doing something um, so they can get the strength to do more. Um, on the Islam for Deaf website, visit the kids page. You'll see a list, you'll see a drop down, a scroll of whole, uh, whole heap. Sorry, I'm Jamaican, so sometimes look at things come out. You'll see a, um, a, 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 a lot of, um, of, of cartoons there. Well, a lot. You see about probably 10 to 15 uh, uh, cartoons there, inshallah. And we work, inshallah, after Ramadan, we're going to be doing more. We're going to be doing more, inshallah. We just finished the story of Yusuf. Because Yusuf, the story of Yusuf, mashallah, you know, if you know the story of Yusuf or if you read it in the Quran or through, sat down for a lecture of Yusuf, it is a mashallah. It's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story, mashallah. And it was given to the, uh, it was told to the Prophet. Wasallam, when the Prophet was going through difficulty in his life, um, when his wife uh, Khadija passed away and, um, and, and, and his other family member as well who he used to seek protection from uh, uh, passed away and uh, um, Allah revealed uh, Surah Yusuf uh, uh, with the trials and tribulations that Surah Yusuf, that Yusuf went through as well, dealing with his brothers, um, dealing with the women who wanted to harass him, going through prison, coming out of prison. Um, dealing with his brothers again and then the ending. It's a nice mashallah, it's a beautiful story. And we've interpreted it into sign language. So that we'll be putting that on the website today, later on today, inshallah, that will be on the website. It's in three or four parts. So we just finished part two uh, today. So we're putting that up, inshallah. So definitely visit the website, islamfordeaf.co.uk and have a look around. Okay, assalamualaikum, it's Griffin. So you're so your 9 p.m. in the UK is our 4 p.m. here in New York. Okay. 
So uh, yeah, if if I saw the nassau, if if it's yeah, if that's it, then that's it. Yeah. So check it out. Nine till ten UK time, and I think uh, American time it's four till five. Um, mashallah, one of my favorite prophets. I mentioned him in my book a few months ago. Mashallah, sister. Mashallah. Um, in the uh, stories that we do, um, we usually uh, have someone read it out and then we interpret it. So if you do write books, then email us. If you do have a video of a book or an audio of your book uh, or books that you have, Islamic ones, preferably, um, then email us, inshallah, and we can have them interpreted into sign language and uh, we can pull it out there for deaf children to also benefit and uh, work from. These are the programs exactly like this. These are the programs that we need to do. We need to do programs like this for our deaf community. What is happening now is that the programs that I mentioned, the Hour of Power, Jazakallah uh, sister, um, the, uh, what we're doing, the Hour of Power, we have now non-Muslims uh, joining in on the class because they want to know what's going on. They want to learn about Islam. They don't want to just, uh, and, it sh and they shouldn't, and we shouldn't let, or not even let, but we shouldn't just leave them, um, the media to teach Islam to the general public because we know that it can be exaggerated and we know that it's not all what is being said, you know, they kind of exaggerate a bit. So we as uh, Muslims ourselves need to tell our story or tell the story of Islam, not leave it to the Muslims to tell the story of Islam um, to our uh, community and to our children, inshallah. So as mentioned, get visit the website, uh, inshallah, have a look around, uh, get behind it, inshallah, and help push it forward. We're doing programs. Uh, after Ramadan, inshallah, we want to get to do some TV programs for our deaf and special needs community, inshallah. Um, do more programs with them, for them, um, uh, and, and just strengthen them. Give them an alternative rather than them going to the pub or going socialising elsewhere, uh, taking their deen from those who need to learn themselves, as we all do, but probably then more so. Um, it's just that they're good motivated, they're good motivated motivational speakers, but Islamically, they're not grounded. They're not like students of knowledge, knowledge. Um, and so we need to provide uh, Islamic education um, for our deaf community from people who are up on the correct understanding of, um, of, 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 the, of the deen. Hence, those who understand the way the companions understood it um, I'm not going to go too much into that, but those who are practicing, you know what I'm talking about, um, understanding the way that they understood it because they had the best understanding, obviously, and those that follow on and so on and so on and so forth. Um, uh, hold on to the rope of Allah and teach the others how to hold on to it as well, uh, inshallah. So going back to uh, uh, the masjids, definitely contact the masjids, inshallah. Uh, let the masjids uh, uh, know that there is a need for it and that we as a community want to do something about it um uh you know start the ball rolling uh lockdown hopefully it seems to be winding down over here anyway i don't know how it is over there in the states or anywhere else but it seems to be winding down if we can while it's winding down start introducing new programs then 
for the masjid for those parents with um, special educational needs kids um, maybe chat rooms or you know visits to the park um, you know so they can socialize uh, and know that they're not alone um, uh, these programs are, are definitely in an Islamic community uh, uh, are needed inshallah and what you tend to find is those who are not Muslim that want this service as well or those who are not Muslim that um, want the same manner, mannerisms, Islamic mannerisms, they may not want to call Muslim or may not want to socialize too much, but the mannerisms and the, the understanding uh, they agree to and want. So they'll, you know, they'll come in and they'll start to socialize. And this is a perfect way of also giving dawah uh, as well. Give dawah through your actions, not just through your speech. Because um, uh, as, as mentioned before, those who followed and understood Inshallah, alhamdulillah, on things are opening there too. Well, this is a, a good way of uh, introducing uh, programs and, and getting involved. Uh, 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 programs for those with special educational needs, because parents with kids who have disabilities, with kids who are deaf, with children who have ADHD, it's a large spectrum, I know, but these parents uh, need support. They need support. I've met so many parents that the, 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 the stress levels are so high, it's physically affecting them. Their hair's falling out, uh, the, 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 their skin is being affected, um, you know, their health uh, is, is, is diminishing, you know, it's, it's, and there's, it's, it's, there's not much Islamic uh, resources just being told, sister, have patience, sister, have patience. Um, yes, Lashak, have patience, but also uh, help we're providing uh, resources and programs as well so they can socialize so they can ease the um ease the uh, pressure um you know they have a shoulder to lean on uh, and they know that they're not alone as well so alhamdulillah now these masters are opening up and since things seem to be winding down start these programs up inshallah uh you can contact us you can visit us through our website islamfordeaf.co.uk you can leave the number on there as well. You can WhatsApp. There's an email address there as well. You can email us and we'll respond back to you, inshallah. Excuse me. As I said, I'm fasting, so make an excuse for me. Um, contact us, inshallah, and we'll get back to you and we'll share what programs we can do and we can look into uh, uh, new programs as well. Those, like the sister who says she's writing books or she's familiar with writing books, um, if you can contact us and let us know what books you uh, have, then we can interpret them into sign language as well and let the deaf children uh, benefit from that. And we can put it on a website. We also can put it on a TV station because we work working with Islam TV. At the moment, it's a Sky Channel. At the moment, they just show like um, uh, the Kaaba and the Mecca and things like this. But it's going to be... Uh, uh, a lot of new programs are going to be starting soon after Ramadan, inshallah. And inshallah, we're going to be providing some of them programs. And our our aim is to provide programs in sign language for uh, the deaf community at certain times. So they know at certain times on TV or they can watch it online, uh, there's going to be Islamic programs for them. And we're going to introduce, start introducing them to the scholars. Um, you know, nowadays an Ashid artist can be a scholar. You know, it's uh, it's it's, and I've seen that. I've actually seen that. I've actually seen on leaflets 
shake so and so and so and so. We'll be singing so and so and so. I think you know that. But you know, uh, this is where we are. Unfortunately, this is where we are. We need to introduce the uh, the deaf community. We need to introduce Muslims, never mind the deaf community, to who the scholars are. Um, but because I'm working in the arena of the deaf and special needs, uh, I will do my best to introduce the deaf community to who the scholars are. I mean, scholars, scholars, those who have devoted their life to learning Islam, um, uh, you know, throughout the world, whether it be Africa, uh, Pakistan, India, uh, Saudi Arabia, um, uh, you know, those who are uh, grounded um, uh, in knowledge, inshallah, the mountains of knowledge. And we have translators who are translated from the Arabic to English and then from the English to sign language, inshallah. We have that already. We have a team of that already, inshallah. You'll visit the website and you'll see, especially on the Hour of Power, we have an Arabic interpreter and we have a British Sign Language interpreter as well. And uh, every day, Ramadan, check it out. Okay, I'm going to take a few questions because we're going to be closing soon, inshallah. So if you have any questions, just type it up. Or, as I said, you can uh, visit the website islamfordeaf.co.uk, especially in this Ramadan, get behind it, visit the website. Uh, you know, your uh, help and assistance and awareness is definitely needed and may Allah reward you as well with uh, barakah, uh, inshallah, because something that we all want and need, inshallah. So again, we're gonna be tying up now, inshallah. So jazakallah khairan, those who have paid attention, those who had the patience with me, excuse me for my voice, my voice nearly went so, and some of them, well, during the uh, talk, so excuse me for that, inshallah. We're supposed to have had a guest, but inshallah, maybe they'll join us next week, Saturday, same time, same place. Jazakallah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.